0: Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, I'm back with Louisa and she's going to share a little bit about herself. This is part two on a area that we want to talk something more and and from the people pleasing, which you'll hear in part one and listen to that was a great discussion. And this part, we're going to really be talking in part two about the power of femininity, the power of femininity. And hmm, what does that mean? What does that look like for the soul perspective? What does that look in living of life itself? So Louisa, why don't you introduce yourself and let us kind of dive in.
1: Sure. Thank you so much again for having me. It's always a pleasure. For those who haven't heard the first part, I'm Louisa Valentin, an empowerment wellness coach. I'm also a registered nurse, and I work with women to transform their lives to become the healthiest versions of them and just really create longstanding transformations versus short term results. And with femininity, it's So powerful to embrace who we are as women, because there are people that think, oh, being feminine just means soft and allowing yourself to sit in the background or or just mother others. And it can be so much more than that. And mm-hmm. to go even along with people pleasing, a lot of people think femininity is a part of that. You, if you, To be feminine, you have to people please, you have to just nurture and do everything for everyone else. And that it's not really about us and who we are as women, as this divine creature that has been created to be here and find balance with our masculine counterparts.
0: Yes. And at the soul level, we don't realize that the soul, whether in a masculine or a female feminine body, is actually more feminine in nature it's the omega and they're talking about the alpha omega components it's the omega component that we all have and we all have a percentage of this quality that is within us that is wanting to be acknowledged through the soul and also evolve through the soul and so the femininity is a wonderful area for us to talk about and explore based upon your own personal experiences and also about how you like to work with individuals as well. So tell me more about, you know, how you're embracing more of the femininity and, and uh, how that came about.
1: So when I was first starting my career, I thought I had to be this ultra assertive, in-charge type of person. And if I was soft, then people wouldn't respect me or I wouldn't be able to achieve very much because that's not part of being a quote unquote woman. So I put all the softness behind me and I thought, okay, that. This can't be a part of my life except maybe in a romantic relationship. And everywhere else, I had to be hard and tough and put up this persona. And it kind of goes around the time that I switched over from being a people pleaser, where I thought, okay, if I'm not going to be this way, I have to now. Mm -hmm this way. And while my people-pleasing journey was in increments, as I continued to evolve, I thought, all right, let me show how strong I am, how strong my voice is, and everything that I can do in that sense, although I was doing more for myself, but I was still doing a lot of doing and not completely just being and accepting.
0: Yeah. When you were, you're talking about this, I, 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 um, I was thinking of the pendulum swing from soft to heart you know it's kind of swinging back and forth in the pendulum swing and what the soul actually wants us to be is strength and softness it wants us to be strong but we also have this soft quality to us so and it shows up differently than this pendulum of being too soft which is the people pleasing you know or too hard which ends up being this kind of aggressiveness that you know shows up sometimes with women in workplaces and thinking that they need to be that way like you're talking about here but this quality of strength and softness what do you think about that
1: I think that's a perfect analogy because we often try to swing too hard on that pendulum and once we find that balance we can find our happy place where It just becomes authentically us. And we're not trying to be any one way or the other. We're just being who we are. And not all women are extreme feminine beings, just like not all men are extreme masculine beings. We all do have that within us. And there is a time where we have to pull from one of those aspects a little bit more, but it shouldn't be to the point where it's overpowering us as a whole and we're just creating a false image to again help the masses think we are who we are supposed to be. Yeah, it's like this
0: persona that we have to be aware of. That you know the persona, which is gets back to what I talked about in in our, in our first part one is the ego persona. And so the ego the is you know always trying to have this false image as you're talking about, this false aspect of ourselves, this synthetic self of who we are, but it's not the true or the real uh, of who we really are. That does require some silence and quietness and exploration, being out in nature or being able to take meditative time which we talked about in part one. It it does require those things, but when we get that centeredness within us, then we feel that quality of strength. It's like you know, exercising that muscle, but it's strength with softness and how we deliver information, how we communicate, how we look at things, the lens by which we see life by. And it's not in this pendulum format that goes on.
1: No, then then we become in flow and mm. we are able. To really see what we are capable of. Because even as the feminine, and we talk about being soft, think of Mother Nature. Yes, she gives us these soft breezes, but she can also create these hurricanes, these tornadoes. And it's about knowing that that is both within us the soft and that power. But it doesn't just have to be destructive in one way or another, because when we are too soft in our feminine, that's again where we allow for that people pleasing. And if we're too aggressive, even in that femininity, we can become the shrew, the hag, the nagger. And it's all about what I want and I need it now when it doesn't need to be that way. We can find that internal balance where we're flowing, we're moving towards things we enjoy, we're still able to do the things that need to get done, but it's just in a different sense.
0: Wow, that was very nicely said. It is totally, um, it's like a different frequency we rise to. And everything's vibration. Everything we see around us is vibration. And so when we have an opportunity to be in flow, that flow moves us into a higher frequency or vibration that allows us to see things and do things from a different standpoint than if we were at a lower frequency. It's like, you take the high road, I take the low road. Well, we want to take the high road (laughs) and frequency (laughs) in order to continue to go and evolve because that is a subtleness of the soul. And the soul's awareness is that as you rise in frequency, you rise with light, a lightness of energy, you know, an awareness that there is purity, you know, in what is femininity. There's a lot of purity that happens there. If we are willing to understand and explore this feminine aspect of who we really are and not shut it down or go to the extreme about it, that's not, the soul does not like the extremes. The soul likes the middle way, the middle road you know, of awareness. And that's that middle road is that balance that we're now traveling on and moving on. And so when a curve comes our way, we're able to balance that curve and move around that curve very in a flowing way that it helps us in understanding that this person and what they say to us, we can be very aggressive and say something very negative, you know, and painfully back. Or we can be able to check ourselves and say, okay, listen, what do I need to say here? And sometimes all we need to say to is, that was inappropriate. That was not the helpful thing to say in this moment. And you know what? Can we talk later? I'm not I don't want to talk right now about it because I just need to kind of think about what just happened here. And then move forward with going into yourself and asking yourself, what's going on? How can I need to, what I need to do here? What I need to say to this person to help them to understand their impact that they had on me. So then that is using your femininity in a sensitive, but in a strong way that doesn't allow you to feel shut down or that your voice is not going to be heard at all.
1: Yes, exactly. Because when you are embracing that, we're always told feminine beings are emotional. And you know what? that's okay. That we embrace those emotions and we work with them instead of trying to shut them down. Because when we're doing that, when we're trying to go into the masculine of the logical side, we don't feel heard. We feel crushed in that way. And if you allow those emotions and say, like you said, that was inappropriate. And I like to ask questions and I do this while in my feminine sense by saying, what were you trying to gain by saying or doing that from the situation when I am feeling hurt instead of you hurt me and you did this wrong. And now we're just going to have a full on argument, but no, I'm going to open to be receptive because I, Think again with the flow and the femininity, being receptive, being open, and allowing those emotions to exist and working with them helps to create that flow. And even with what you were saying about raising our vibration... Because we are in that higher vibration, because we are flowing, it gives even the universe the space to bring the people and events that we need or that we want in our lives because we are in balance with them. We get out of that low frequency where all of these negative things are happening to us or coming our way we can allow for the graciousness that we are looking for, that we want to experience.
0: Yes, I love that word, graciousness um, and gratitude and being of grace, all qualities of that femininity that are wonderful and actually very, very strong. You look at nature, but you bring up that analogy before, you see the the beauty of nature through the blossoming of the trees and of the flowers. You see their strength and how it has to shoot through the ground and come up to be a flower. Um, and so there is the uh, another perspective about the femininity is that embracing quality is so powerful and so needed. And then what we're learning as being females and, and, and who we really are is mastery over our emotions. That just because we feel it doesn't mean we have to do it. Just because we feel it doesn't mean that we have to say it. It just means we realize this is triggering something within me. Okay, what do I want to do about it? And then the mastery is, especially in relationships that we do have, personal relationships, as well as professional. But when then it's like, how do I want to act that honors my soul? That's what we're kind of keeping focused around. How do I want to be? How do I want to express this that honors my soul? And also making sure I'm saying what I need to say. Yeah, and that,
1: that-, takes, that takes practice. <laughs> oh, Lord, does it take practice. <laughs> but yes, exactly. It's not just reacting because again, that's more of that masculine trait to just react. We're allowed to feel, but now what are we going to do with these feelings? As you say, how are we going to master them? And we have to first acknowledge them We have to give them the respect that they deserve. There is a reason. Now, what is that reason? Is it truly this person that is triggering or this situation? Or is there something deeper, deeper for us to analyze and reflect on? Because that is something also very feminine quality, reflection, Mm -hmm. seeing how the world is through our own vision. We don't have to just allow others to push their perspective on us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Reflection is a very good quality. And I think sometimes in relationships, we men are teaching us something and we're teaching them something. And so in, in some ways we are teaching them how to reflect and being more in tune with their feelings. And they're teaching us how to be more active and take action when we need to take action, as opposed to being reticent and not wanting to say, well, I'm not quite sure, or this is awkward or whatever. So there's certain things that each each man and woman can teach each other that is honoring and that hits this quality that you mentioned in our previous conversation of equality versus equality. Share more about
1: that. Sure again, with that balance and learning one another and learning from one another, we go into this space of feminism, per se, where it's about social equality, justice, and everything should be equal. And while there is an equality in that, we're not Equal. We're not the same. We have different purposes. We have to balance one another out. And that's why we make these connections. That's why we have these soul connections. And while we're using masculine and feminine in the man woman sense. There's different aspects in different people. So I'm just using that for simplicity's sake. But there's certain things that men are just more capable of doing and things that are women in general are more capable of doing. And if we can't feed off of one another and what the other offers and be able to accept that, then all we have is turmoil. All we have is conflict because then we become in a place where we're just fighting one another and fighting our natures and fighting each other's natures because, oh, I can't just be soft and accepting of you because you're a man trying to boss me around, but maybe there's some men that are trying to be that protector and that leader. And the woman, if she is open, can get what she needs out of that relationship where she can also nurture him, but it nurtures the dynamic of the relationship where she can create her home and space Instead of just saying, I don't need a man in my life or I don't need a woman. What is she bringing to the table? Like all of that conversation is really inefficient to having productive relationships. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, it, go ahead. You want to make another comment? No, no,
1: no, go ahead.
0: One of the things that when you were saying that I was thinking about the, the soul, when we are uh, born, um, before we even born, there's a monad, you know, and the monad split splits to kind of in the spiritual sense, in terms of the, the uh, masculine and feminine, but they're a same of that same egg of that same uh, monad that's taken place. And so when that splitting has, you, you can have what is called that twin flame. That's similar to your desire and theirs desires are similar to each other. And that evolves us into now being in certain bodies In order for us to be able to have certain experiences that life wants us to have, um, because it says that I think when we come into embodiment, we've made a contract and we say we're going to do certain things, meet certain people, learn certain lessons, make certain decisions that can move us forward in our soul evolution. And so when it comes back to the um, turmoil that happens is sometimes we get confused. In terms of what we said originally, you know, when we were in spirit world, <laughs> we forgot, you know, what we said we are going to do and we get mixed up and turned around and went, who's going to be what and who's going to be bossing of whoever. But it's like, what is my role? How do I get more in tune to what my soul evolution's pathway is, which is different from my ego, which we keep on keep on going back to. It's my ego, what my ego may say, may not be what my soul is needing. And so we have to take it a little bit small, slower. And get more in tune to in this conversation that we're having today about our femininity and being aware of the fact that there are different layers of what this person that's being brought into our life and how we want to show up in that femininity as it looks to this issue that you said earlier about equality. You know, we want to have equality in our interactions with each other. And that means we have to get out of this issue of deficit, So somehow being female is deficit. Somehow being male is a deficit. No, there's no deficit in God's kingdom (laughs) and in God's world. There's actually lessons to be learned through our experiences. Is this making sense or is it kind of clouding things in terms of what you're trying to say?
1: No, no, no. It's absolutely perfect. And it's true because when we're just stuck in that space of I have to be the higher power in the male and female. And people think back to religion with Adam and Eve and how she came from his ribs. So there's women who don't want to accept anything less from a man because they believe there's already this quality of I'm thought to be beneath him. And then there's these men who also think okay I have to be in the power because that is where I belong and it's not it's not supposed to be a power struggle and I do feel a lot of that happens because of trauma responses from both the masculine and the feminine where Mm -hmm. you try to rebel against your nature and it causes that conflict instead of that harmony that you're talking about with that, that twin peace and those lessons that we are meant to learn by having these relationships that we, you know, the veil of forgetfulness has
0: mm-hmm. made
1: us not remember what exactly we agreed to and what we are meant to do here in this world together and apart but I feel like we're so much stronger when we're together we are stronger as that unit of getting that whole spear as we could say with that masculine and feminine energy the sun is seen as masculine the moon is seen as feminine without the both of them what do we have Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. right like the Day and the night, <laughs> you know, they swing into each other and, you know, and circle, you know, around in terms of 24 hours um, type of action that occurs. And also, I, I think with equality is, and, you know, I'm thinking out loud with this because of, you had said about Adam and Eve and, you know, and everyone has this per- appropriate place in, in hierarchy itself. But even in the hierarchy of things, there is equality. And so I think that's sometimes where we can be missed because of the hierarchy that I think is what the woman, the man and and God, you know. And so they say, well, that's the hierarchy. So it just needs to be that way. That's the kind of the letter of the law. Whereas there's the spirit of the law. It ultimately we all are equal because Adam came from Eve. (laughs) <laughs> the child came from the woman. Uh, and so there's power in her role that she does have, just as there's power in man's role and what he is supposed to be on the earth to do. And each one has to kind of be aware of, like you talked about earlier, this um veil of forgetfulness that we forget what it is, and but we have to be able to have quiet time and start to learn about what is my mission? What is my purpose? What is it that I'm meant to do here on this um planet? Uh, In order to give greater service or bring greater light or bring a particular creativity or invention or whatever it may be or whatever it may be. But we get too locked into sometimes this external focus on gender only. But that's not what God wants us to be able to be focused only on. He wants to focus on the totality of who we are and also what are the life lessons that need to be learned that you said you would do when you're in the heaven world (laughs) that you just forgot. You have to learn how to remember.
1: Yeah. And the quality of these relationships, if you're more focused on that versus, okay, we just have to be equal beings. And that means I have to do this and you have to do that so that we can have a whole, it's, it's just not like that. It's what you are creating together and sometimes that means in one aspect okay this is where i'm giving this is what i have for this situation whether it's in the home or with the children or even just embracing your your pleasure your sensuality as a woman because there is still the power in that and not to be overly sexualized but owning your sensuality owning your pleasure is power because you're you don't look for that from your counterpart but it helps to attract it and that's with the power not with just i have to dress sexy and look a certain way It's, I feel good in my skin. And that exudes this confidence, this power, this substance that can bring that partner to you.
0: Yeah, I I like the fact that you said, because it does hit back to part one that we're talking about feeling and the empowerment of feeling, feeling who you are, not just kind of dressing the part of who you are. Um, and that femininity is more expansive than just the physical aspects of who we are, but it's the mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of who we are and what the quality of the femininity is unique, like there's a snowflake, you know, that snowflakes are not alike. There's a unique quality that is brought to that snowflake that we bring to life and life experiences and have a different lens by which we see things by and just because our lens that we're seeing things by is different, it doesn't mean it's deficit, as I said earlier. It just means it's different. And just as he sees things from a different lens, it's different. And that's okay. And how do we find ways to co-create? Which so what you're mentioning before, co-interact with each other in a way that creates that sense of harmony and balance. And that's what the soul wants. The soul wants to learn lessons from if you're in a relationship, be it personal or professional, it wants to learn from those experiences and start to feel that greater sense of growth and advancement, you know, in evolution and realizing I'm learning a lot from this. Even those experiences or those personal relationships that we went through, that we say, oh my God, how did I end up here with this particular person or that particular person or that particular situation? Did you grow from them? Did you check in with your soul to say, what are we learning from these experiences? How do we advance from the experiences? Because sometimes some experiences we do have, as you said earlier, are traumatic that may happen to us, but there is a healing process that we can go through too, to move through that in order to get the the, the silver lining out of that dark cloud. And it takes a process. I'm not going to say that it isn't, but we're still on the path of understanding who we are and how we're continuing to uphold that feminine aspect of who we are share your thoughts about that.
1: Yeah. And it's very true. And it's so enlightening when you're able to make those connections and just bring that forth within yourself because women, we are the creators. We are the wombs of the world. And when you realize this and you're able to take that aspect. And find the power and the safety in that. You can bring out so much more in your masculine counterpart. And again, it's about working together and creating. We can co-create, but the creation starts with us. It starts with the feminine. And then the masculine is able to join in with that. And that's how we get that growth. That's how we're able to ascend to that place and learn those lessons, even as we for, have forgotten our heaven's promises that we've made. We just have to again be open and in flow and ready to to evolve and learn from each other, from ourselves, from our situations, mm-hmm. as you have mentioned.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the, the part that you said about you know, the connection and co creation, and I think there is some powerfulness that goes on with the co creation that women do have with the, having more of the feminine qualities to them. We all have feminine and masculine qualities that are within us. You know, it's just a balancing act. And so we're having more, as a female, females being born in the physical form, this physical form, we are more feminine in our interactions and we're learning what it is to be feminine. <laughs> we're learning is how to use that co-creative power that exists between the creator and ourselves and also the co-creator in the physical world of a, a partner. If we have a partner or if we're by ourselves single, we still have the ability to do the co-creation and feel a greater sense of wholeness and balance and completeness in ourselves. And if we're always looking for someone else to complete us or make us whole and incomplete, then that's when we fall off the turnip truck. We have all, and we're not realizing that we have it. God has given us the both alpha and omega energy within us. We just have a more feminine energy within us. And therefore, how do we hold that, that God has given to us in a way that honors our soul and advance the soul lessons that we're here to learn?
1: Yeah. And like you said, we don't have to have that partner or that space because we can do it within ourselves. We just have to be ready to do it our way and the way that comes natural to us. And again, that means that masculine piece of us will also evolve and also be a part of the journey. And it's not about putting out that flame because, oh, no, we're afraid to be that piece. It's about nurturing it while we nurture ourselves, while we nurture the things that we are creating, whether we are doing that with a partner, with a job, with an opportunity, or even with a friend. It's what can we create? What can we build? How can we show the world Our passion because we are passionate beings, and we can pull that out of ourselves, and that's what shows our light. That's where our inner light comes from. When that passion starts to exude from us, that's when we have the most power to create whatever it is we are trying to do in this world.
0: And it does tie back back into very nicely said, into embracing our femininity and not kind of pushing it away Um, and seeing the the goodness and the qualities and the gifts that are given to us in our femininity that we do have. And And it means sometimes being able to be more discerning about what we hear, what people share, what's going on around us, and just saying to our own inner self in that discerning way, what do you think to our inner soul? Because our soul is saying, "Mm, no, I think we need to just not do anything right now with that. Or "Mm, just be quiet. Or "Mm, you need to say something. (laughs)
1: Oh, Oh, definitely, definitely. And again, that's where that receptiveness comes in and listening to that intuition because Mm -hmm. our body speaks, Mm -hmm. our soul speaks to us. So sometimes it is about, taking a moment to realize, okay, do I need to say anything? Is it, is it going to make me feel better because we are feeling beings? Is, is the long outcome going to be had by me doing something right now? Or do I need to take that moment and wait and evaluate and reflect on the situation, or possibly end up saying those hurtful, harsh things that we don't really feel, but we are in that moment just reacting. And sometimes we do want to react. Sometimes we do want to say those harsh things, and they are necessary. And that's okay, too. It's just about embracing the fact that they are our feelings and They deserve that acknowledgement, but own it. Don't give your power away by saying, you do this and now I have to react this way. I have to have these emotions. Like, no, they're yours. Someone else may not feel the same way with that same situation. So owning that and just coming to terms with it can give you power in and of itself by being able to do even that.
0: Yeah, I love what you're saying about owning your own feelings and not thinking that someone made me do it. <laughs> you know, we can have very strong feelings. And one of the things we're learning is learn, as we said, you know, in previously, we learn to master those feelings, knowing that they're triggering something within us because at some level, we have to ask ourselves, this is what the soul does. The soul says, we prefer that you ask, what's the motive for me saying what I'm saying? Because the soul says that was not a good motive. (laughs) Why you said that? It gives too much anger, too much frustration, too much whatever. You can say something, you know, with a different motive. It's just saying, well, and the motion comes up still within you. But you realize I need to say this because this person will continue to believe in a certain way that is not true. And I have to have a measured way that I want to say it in a firm way. Go back to what we were talking about strength and softness you know, in a firm way to help this person to understand that this is not right. This is not something that I'm going to honor or uphold in any particular way because it crosses the line in some particular way. So yes, we put some emotion to it, but we understand that we have that um, strength and power by which we're saying, but a softness behind it because we're not trying to inflict pain. (laughs) Sometimes when we say things, we want to inflict the pain that the pain they sent to us, we want to inflict upon, upon them. We realize, no, I'm not doing it from that perspective. I'm doing it because you need to hear this. Otherwise, if you don't, you'll continue to harm me or hinder me in some particular ways that is not honoring my soul and not honoring this relationship, be it personal or professional that's taking place.
1: Yes. And it goes along with what you were saying before about the soul being more of a feminine aspect of us. And the soul knows, the soul knows how to nurture us. And as we use our voices without being harsh, we often get so much better results because pe- what happens, usually people go in defense mode if you go and just- That's what you're attacking them. You mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And then nothing is heard. Then it, the conflict continues. But when you're able to put it in a way- That speaks to their soul potentially, whether romantic or work or otherwise, there can be resolution there. And sometimes that resolution is just taking some space away from the situation so that we can both evaluate and figure out and not feel like we have to attack one another or constantly defend ourselves against an attack.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. Because the soul ultimately and singularly in terms of not being involved in a relationship or involved in a relationship wants harmony Yeah. Um, and harmony and peace. And it wants to be able to be heard and listened to. And it wants to be able to continue to grow. So just because we fell down or we didn't say it right or we didn't do it right or whatever, we don't want to just say, no, well, that's it. I'm not going to be involved in that relationship anymore. I say, try it again. It's called self-mastery. <laughs> you keep on trying and you gain the mastery until your inner self says, no, this is enough of this. This is not moving in any particular way. This is not in, in, in alignment with what my soul is needing at this point in time. And so then we have to make some choices and decisions in our life. But ultimately, we're still moving into understanding that each experience that we're going through, when we're really walking a spiritual path, is this empowerment of the feminine aspect of who we are as we're having this conversation. Does, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it definitely does because we do want to evolve. And like you were saying, with the alignment that's what's gonna bring us to this highest vibration of joy and acceptance and pleasure. And that's a big part of it. And just finding that love within ourselves Mm -hmm. so that we can continue to give that to others and share our love with them while also being receptive and open. And that harmony, that harmony that we are looking for We have to find it within ourselves first. Mm -hmm. If it's not there, we're not going to be able to be that divine feminine being because we're at battle on the inside. We're fighting our soul's purpose, our soul's journey. And therefore, that comes out into all of your relationships, all of your interactions, all of your reactions and emotions and everything else.
0: Wow, so wonderfully said, very nicely said. It's, I love the aspect that ultimately what the femininity has a great quality to offer in its unique way is love. Love is nurturing, love is compassion, love is kindness, love is sternness, firmness, like you talk about mother nature. (laughs) <laughs> you know and sometimes mother nature will give you a licking you know but then right after it it's a calm beautiful you know clears the air and everything's pristine and beautiful again so we have to realize there's so many different dimensions to who we are and this femininity that we're talking about that sometimes gets shut down and put to, into the closet and it needs to be the closet the door needs to be open and sunlight needs to shine in and see the beauty and the marvelousness of who we really are as feminine beings
1: yes and like you say once we're open that door is open and we continue to let that sun shine in as we nurture our own feminine we get to again grow and be our own soul's evolution and make those connections with others that are healthy, happy relationships. And again, this is not just about romantic relationships, those family dynamics, those friendships, those work relationships, because we want harmony in all spaces of our life. And the more that we are in tune with our feminine selves, our feminine being, the more we can nurture that, because we're nurturing ourselves while we're also nurturing those relationships. Yes,
0: very much so. Very much so. And you know, all what you just said there is kind of the the pathway of being your best self. And that's what the soul wants, is to be our best self as we're moving along. Uh, in life's journey. So if you want to leave with our listeners with a thought or a comment or something unique that would be for them to, to reflect on or contemplate around, what would it be?
1: Embrace your femininity because it is power. It is not just something to put on the back burner when you want to feel romantic. There's also so many things that you can do other than putting on makeup and a pink dress to be feminine. And if that is something that makes you feel good, go ahead for it, but it can be so much more. Surround yourself with empowering women that you look up to, to create that safe space. Move your body because it removes that stagnant energy that we hold on to. And it allows us to get into flow. And I'm a journaler, so I will almost always suggest journaling. But journaling, putting your thoughts and feelings and emotions out there on paper allows you to reflect back when you don't really know what's going on in your mind. Putting it down on paper can really help.
0: Yeah, all very nice things that the seekers can be able to do to, to help them to continue to embrace their femininity. So if they wanted to reach out to you or make contact with you, Louisa, how could they get in contact with you?
1: Sure. Anybody who would like to work with me or for a no obligation transformation call just to have a chat. They can find me on my website, louisavalentine.coach. And anyone who just wants to connect with me through social media, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Coaching with Louisa. So you can find me on either of those, any of those platforms.
0: Excellent. Well, it's been a great conversation on something that I think is very valuable for seekers to think about for themselves and where they're at in their femininity, for those who are female bodies, but also the femininity that exists in men and what that would look like for them as they're moving forward in their life's past. I thank you, Louisa, for joining me on this part two, And hopefully we'll continue to have further connections in the future. Take care.
1: Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you all have a great day.
0: Yes. Enjoy the remainder of your day, wherever you may be. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures, being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others, leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Mastering Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.